down baby let me be a yellow light hold together hands so very tight we walk down the street going to the sun yard with a little baby i got him with the gold yard go yard bag baby you know i keep you nice take you to the store use my black ice that's that black card no limit when i fucking hit it hold up girl you gotta switch <laughs> i know guys that uh, you found that sexy welcome ladies and gentlemen we wanted to start it off a little bit different today with a fresh freestyle from the one and the old me. <laughs> the one and only your baby daddy. The one your parents warned you about. The, the one, one your who parents said don't actually date. You know, but I still go to church. I'll take you to God. I'll give you this word. You know why? Because he's church. He's not the <laughs> sauce anymore. We don't know yet. That's not official. I mean, we got to work it. Confirm reports say that people refer you as church i've heard uh two different um i've heard nah don't rebrand i've heard yo bro do it now now question will be like how do you feel about your brand presence as the church versus the sauce so i mean what like sauce i like because my last name is marin marinara sauce you know Mm -hmm. i think it just flows well Mm -hmm. and i think Sauce, just sauce by itself, might just does flow off the tongue. Tongue, like, what's up, sauce? Mm-hmm. Um, but my Instagram name isn't uh, Marinara Sauce. My Twitter is Marinara Sauce. Mm-hmm. My Tumblr is No Church in the City. Not that I use that, but my Instagram, which I I, I use as my main focus of, of social media personally. Mm-hmm. Like I have Facebook, but nobody really uses Facebook like that. Even though I feel like I should. In terms of the label itself and podcasting, mm-hmm. I think Facebook could be used as a strong tool, not as my personal um, account. Yeah. In terms of Kevin Marin, but my Instagram definitely I use I see it as my piece piece of my brand, a very essential piece to it. And I think I did have a steady grow growth like when I first started, but I feel like my clout isn't uh, exponentially going up as I should. Okay. And I think that's just the content that I have. I guess my content is usually my podcast or just me. Yeah. And what else do I need to? Because I don't want to. I I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I, I like the fact that we're 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 not wasting any time. We're diving right in. Well, um, f- f- okay. So my Instagram is no church in the city. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think church sounds dope too. Because I don't have to change yeah, anything. You don't have to change anything. You have the no church in the city brand. Um. I think also you want to take it into account as like what can people easily recognize you as um, and like what is the easiest point of saying like what yeah something might flow off the tongue but like what is representative of you in your personal brand mm-hmm. or whatever um, and I think you know I use like myself for an example you know like coming up with this pseudonym like king jewels it was kind of like a mesh of two different things you know that i was not fond of so um for some people who know the the name came from like i was in a pretty dark point in my life and um i needed something like bring me back up and you know changing gave myself a new persona um i combined king jewels so i got teased about the madagascar movie about like king julian and stuff like that Mm. and um 
I hated that nickname all through high school. Junior <laughs> high school. Uh, and then, you know, Jules has always been my nickname since I was a kid. And I wasn't really fond of it because it was like, I don't know, I wasn't, it wasn't like something I was too fond of. But I kind of like messed up together and then came up with King Jules. And that's something that came accepted, that I accepted with, you know, and that's like something that's like a part of me. So I would say like with your brand, it's like you got to know what is a part of you, you know what I mean? Like, right. Is the sauce a part of you at your current stage of your life and like where you are? Or do you feel like is the church a part of you? You know, like what name will be more effective for right. you and like who your like, choices you're making? Um, because then that kind of navigates how you can brand yourself after that. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, what are you? What are the limitations? Of, like, think about it. Like, the sauce. What is the branding things that you can get done from using like that name? Um, you know, you can use it as a for um, the logos. Um, you can use it for. You know, you can set up like a little like spaghetti sauce type of thing. You know, like, right, right. There's so many possibilities with that you can do, and then like. With the church, you can do that too. You know, it's like there's so many branding options. For definitely, branding. definitely. So you will want to like, kind of like pick each side and be like, all right, pros of the sauce, pros of the church, and then like kind of like pick it up from there. It would also be dope to have it have both. It would. I mean, I don't know how that's possible. I mean, you have could, alter egos. Well, then schizo. But then I would have, cause like, in terms of hip hop. I think the sauce works because, like, sauce is like the scoop. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the scoop on the story about about the music. So, and, uh, but then I think the church works too because, like, it's Bible. You know, what you what you say is real shit. You know, um, very true. And what you what you like, you know, what you give off personality wise is real too. Um, and that's also kind of going forward into like you were talking about how your social media presence. Um, you know, and like how you use Twitter and Facebook and all these different things. Um, it's also everybody has that one social media platform that they know that that's their platform that they have the most clout on. Right. Um, and to be honest, ironically, today I was in the car today with my parents and uh, we were headed back to the city and they were talking about clout in the car. And I was like, why do you guys know what like clout is <laughs> and why are we having a conversation about it? But long story short, we were talking about it, and they were just saying, you know, like what their percent, what their idea of clout is, and what our idea is. So we think about it as like, you know, you have it as the juice, and their perception is just very similar. Yeah, definitely. But um, you know, for us, we're thinking like, yo, that person is like they're the shit, like you know. Right, right. So it's like, what on your social media platform that you know that you're sh- the shit on? It's like you gotta use that to your advantage. So like, for me, I would agree, and for you, the same, like. Right now, Instagram is, like, my point of contact. Like, I have a certain amount of followers, and so do you. It's like, but you know, like, you're always going to get that love on Instagram, whether it's comments, likes, you know, follows, all that stuff, you know what I mean? Like, Twitter, Twitter's a little bit more intimate. Facebook is a little bit more informational. Snapchat is, like, your face value with your, your people on a regular. You got to look definitely, at definitely. the social media um, game as, like, you're coming each one of them has a different purpose mm-hmm. you know so i think of facebook is like your information highways like any important details that you're trying to give off you know um, important information that you're trying to explain to people facebook that's their go-to because facebook it goes out to the masses like somebody will share your facebook post about you know like 
your show like a hundred times just because they're clicking. And it's button. easy. And it's yeah. easy. It's like on Instagram, it's not. It's not easy to do that. You know, on Instagram, you know, it's about seeing it in the moment. It's like once a post goes up, you see it in the moment, you like it, and then that amount of time, if it comes back on your feed because it's that popping, you're gonna see it. Um, with Twitter, Twitter, it's kind of like Instagram in a sense because you see it in the moment. But, you know, it's more conversational. So that's how you reach out to people. That's how people can connect with you and like get on a more personal level with you. Um, so for you, you know, I would always suggest is like trying to take all that one social media platform that you're thriving in and try to do it you know, your best. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, the platform that you're working on that you're not doing the best, kind of see what other people are doing to kind of like navigate like, hey, on Twitter, you know, I could be a little bit more conversational. I could start talking about more issues and like being more conscious and stuff like that. And, you know, like it's seeing what people want. Twitter is all about like what the people want, giving them what they want. Like, what do you want to go when you see on Twitter? You want to see shit that's going to make you laugh, shit that's going to make you start a conversation, or shit that's just going to make you just like feel like, okay, nah, this is something some wake me up shit, you know, like make you feel like you should be focusing on something. Definitely, like, what's great about Twitter is, well, one thing I, like, what I don't like about Twitter right now is that, and what all social media does is put, like, the most important stories first. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I do like from Twitter, like, oh, in case you missed it a little bit, but then it always goes back and you're seeing tweets from, like, two days ago, and I get so tight, like, I want to see the latest shit. Mm-hmm. And even if you said that, like, it still doesn't work, like, it's really annoying. Instagram also has that formula as well. Now, yeah. now even more lately, I've been noticing that they're giving you things that are from three days ago, mm-hmm. which is good in terms of like... If you missed it. Uh, if you missed it and then you can... Um, it'll be able to... Uh, people can... It'll get have life, you know? Instagram's life kind of dies mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Like, really, it's a day. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky, two days. And like you'll be surprised if you, like you get a thing from a week later. Now I guess that's what's trying to prevent that. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm trying to say is that actually all social media really is like yeah, yeah. shit dies quickly. You miss like it, you, you miss it. it. You miss it There's so much it. information out there that um, it's hard to co- keep up with all of it, mm-hmm. especially in this day and age. Yeah, especially with like what we're doing is like your our main job as like growing creatives is to try to put all the content out there you know what i mean give people the content that they want to see you know when you follow somebody on social media you're looking for a certain type of content that's going to grab your eye that's going to give your attention something for you to talk about and share with your friends and stuff like that so it's like for us as creatives it's our responsibility to make sure like we we're putting out this content for a specific amount of time it's like when you think about it, it's like you when do you get the most likes within the first one to two hours that you actually post a video or the picture or mm-hmm. whatever you do that time after that time it's over you know what i mean it's like i think about it it's like when um if you ever watch espn or any type of news channel where they have like the sub headlines on the bottom of the page and right it's like, and once you see it and you're watching it and it goes through and you're like okay cool this is information i'm reading it but then once it goes you you're not going to see it again or you may not see it for a while so you got to think about that in the content that you're giving people. It's like you got to give them the best content to make them want to say, hey, I want to look at this. And this is something that I really want to pay attention to, um, you know, on my social media platform. Um, but like with you, you were talking about how like your main focus is like posting podcast shit and then yourself. What I was like, what I the formula I was personally having before was more of a 
I wanted to keep. I felt before when I was first coming up on Instagram, I would post way more regularly, mm-hmm. all the time, like even every day. You know, I was that nigga. But then I realized, I don't know why, but then I started started trying to become the mysterious guy, mm-hmm. not trying to not have to actually be that guy that posts everything. So exactly. people don't know when you're gonna post what I'm doing, mm-hmm. and like it's actually more of a treat when mm-hmm. I post. And I, it was working. Like I mean, I still like my like like to follow ratio has definitely risen. I feel like it's not enough because I have like a thousand one hundred followers, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm getting like uh, a median like one hundred fifty likes. Yeah, which is good because you're exceeding. So you think about it, it's like they want your your median should be about ten percent of your followers. Okay. So you're looking at if you have 1,100 followers on every post, you should be getting at least 100 to 110 likes per post. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're exceeding that, that also. Well, how many followers do you have? So right now I hit, I think about 1420. Oh word! Um, oh lit lit. I've been really. Because like, lately you've been getting 200. Yeah. I haven't broken the 200 I, yet. I broke the 200. Um, it's only I only broke. All right. The first time I, I broke 200 was uh, my brother's prom. It was a really nice post. It was very hard for a photo one. Um, but then I think the next time that I broke 200 was when um, it was a post of me and Allison. Um, and more recently, I broke 350, which was wild because I was like, where did 350? 350? Yes, I broke 350. And I was like, where did 350 likes from? Come which from which picture? From the housewarming picture. Oh, with you and Allison. Me and Allison. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that that post broke 350 likes. If you um, propose to Allison. Oh my gosh! If I propose to Allison, that post will get like no lie, between Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, probably like over a thousand likes. Definitely. Uh, and I'm not gassing it. Like I can already foresee. But that you know, polarizing posts like that will give you that. Yeah, of course. That's obviously. what and polarizing things is what gets the most attention. Mm-hmm. If I like. Say some dumbass shit. People is gonna get attention. It's gonna get attention. Yeah. And even if it's bad comments, it's still publicity. Yeah. They, and they said there's no bad publicity, whether it's good or. Definitely. No. Even though I'm not trying to look like a dumbass. No, of course um, not. Like um, these other people who look like dumbasses. So like when you when you think about those posts, like those high number posts, that's kind of your potential to do more. And you kind of like push the boundaries of that. So like for me, thinking about it, it's like. All right, yeah, I have 1,400 followers, and like, I my maximum like post is 350. So that means I have the potential to get that many likes on definitely on uh, posts at any given time. It's just you gotta have the right content, the right posts, you gotta have the right things. So that all goes to like, all right, what pictures are you posting? Are you posting stuff that's well? They they say that like the most the pictures that get the most likes are eye catching content. So obviously. Your pictures if you're, of yourself, if you have a fire outfit on, people are going to like it. If you're mm-hmm. doing something that's cool, that's different, you know, you're on top of a roof, that's going to get a lot of content. Right. If you are in a fancy car, a lot of content. Motorcycle, a lot of content. If you're at, if you mix in with a celebrity, somebody that has a little bit more status than you, that's going to get a lot more content. Definitely. Um, so you got to just look at like what the stream of content that you're looking in you know what i mean like for me i try to keep it a balance you know like i like to just like show like also you got to realize that like social media media is tailored to what you want people to see and you know people's perception of you you know of yourself so like for me like i always want people to see that i love cooking 
I love interior design. Like I love to show off my house. I love to show off my room. Um, I, I love to show off the fact that, you know, I make music and like cool music things in the studio, stuff like that. But I also like to show off like I'm a regular person, you know, like I like to take a selfie or I like to take like a cool photo and like to show, you know, my relationship with my girlfriend and show the relationship with my family, you know, and my friends. Like, it's like, I want you to see a well-rounded like person, you know, mm-hmm. on social media. You're like, And then you can say like, hey, you know what? That's consistent posting that I like to see. Like that makes you want to, your ability to be followed. Like, what about you is so special that people like to follow? Definitely. You know what I mean? And that can grow your your follower count, obviously, but grow your fan presence. You know what I mean? Like, you think about it yourself. It's like, what can you do to show people your life to make them want to follow you? Because I know you, and I follow you because you're my friend, but you also have an interesting-ass life. Like, I cannot say that, like, there's, I've had one heard one boring story or thing that like you've dealt with. Like, if I can go down the laundry list of the things that I've dealt with in the past <laughs> ten years that I've. Known but the thing me, is, you're not gonna post that. No, like, you're not. But it's like you got to show that you show that part about you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got to show like your quirky nature. You know, like how you like to make jokes or you like how serious you can get. You know what I mean? Right, how, right, right. Like, you know, just like your well-roundedness, you know, like definitely, you, you got to show. It's like pretty much you think about your social media is like this is your one opportunity to just gash yourself and nobody's going to bash you for it. And people are going to like like you for being yourself. You definitely, know? definitely. Like you, you look at so, some people's social media and like they post like weird shit, like going and like taking like but ass backward picture is like upside down or some shit like that like people <laughs> like that shit or like people are like you know going and like pulling on their nipples you know like people like weird shit <laughs> on social media like everybody has a niche on social media like that they can play into definitely um so yeah that's that's, that's kind of my thoughts on that nah yeah totally 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 so you hear that pay pay this nigga Fifty dollars to give you advice, right? Uh, nah, I mean you could pay me. Nah, I'm kidding. Tell you for free and just be honest. Um, but it's, yeah, that's a good point. That, you know, just like talking about branding, like and just representing, you know, who you are. Definitely, definitely. I'm trying to think, cause like, how do girls do it? I feel like girls. Well, uh, girls, you know, on the perspective of like, girls have. Well, you think about this. Girls make up. Well, not, let me just not say girls. Women. Because they're not girls. Mm-hmm. Um, women, whether they are women of color or not women of color, um, transgender women, um, women who just don't understand what they what they are, you know, all, all around the world, they are make up most of the world right now, and they always have. So you think about it: where does your most your following? Your most of your following is women. So you have to think about things that would appeal to women, you know? Like, what would make a woman want to follow you as a man? It's like, are you a respectable man? You know what I mean? Like, are you, like, are you a ladies' man? Are you going to be overly (laughs) sexual? Or, you know, are you, like, what is your thing? Like, are you into fashion? Are you, do you pay attention to detail? You know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. It's like, it's like, think about your social media, how you record a woman. How you would want a woman to see you. Definitely, you know, what definitely. type of man that you want to see and that's the same thing from a woman to another woman's perspective it's like it's like oh you look at another woman because you kind of see like oh well, that's something that I, I want or I might be interested in um, and girls you think about it, it's like 
you have like look at the Instagram models. That's what I'm saying. Like Instagram models have it very easy, and I'm not to say that it's not a real thing, but like all, you're getting attraction because of the way you look. If you're attractive, you know you say you pose very provocatively, or you know you do something, you know like you know you have Instagram models that are more into fitness and more into fashion or more into definitely, music definitely. or more into like partying and stuff like that. So you kind of use your perspective to like your advantage. So if you're like an attractive girl that's more into um, fitness, you know you're gonna focus more on the fitness side of things and try to like push that. Guys are guys, so you know they're gonna be focused on like, oh, she's hot and she's bench pressing or whatever, you know. What Definitely I mean? not. Like it's not. It's it's a little. The game is a little bit different for women sometimes. To get that clout. To get that clout, because you can, if you have the look or a good look, you're gonna get that clout without a problem. Yeah, guys are also more willing to follow, I guess. Yeah. Females and, and like yeah, without a doubt, guys with no follow, problem. With no problem. Um, a girl will creep on your gram, but they might not necessarily follow you. Follow you. Yep. Um, um, and also another thing is like engagement, um, making sure you're engaging the people that you follow. Um, you know, like if you if you're the type of person like if you have 1,100 followers, like making sure that you're liking, you know, and definitely, on definitely, not, of your followers, but also like commenting and liking on posts of like other things that you're into. So if you're into radio or television or film, mm. or movies um, or books and stuff like that, you know, like what is the following you're trying to reach? And you also got to think about this, not just like for your social media following, but for like your radio following. It's like, or your podcast following. It's like, well, who is your target audience? Who are you trying to reach? Well, who are the people you trying to like? And like, how do you get them? Like, how do you get them? You know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So like, for me, I know that I'm trying to reach like that older, you know, 20 to 21 year old from that age to about 30 something, you know, that's like a little bit elevated, who's into a little bit more, you know, you can kind of see my attention to detail, you know, the certain quality pictures that I like to take, backdrop scenery, stuff that would attract that, that general person's interest, you know? Um, you kind of got to look at what your interest would be um, and kind of, like, play it off from there. Um, I'm going to work on it. Yeah. I'm going to work on it. Everybody should always... I, I, I personally think that, like, once every six months, you should kind of go through a rebranding on your social media and not just like changing your name but like changing your look because you can do like a same the same type of thing for a while and then it gets repetitive and people are not going to like your post right but the minute you do something totally different it's like when you're going to get that cloud again like for me i personally thought that i lost that cloud um before the summer um i was kind of like posting sporadic content it really had no flow right right sense um, and then towards the beginning of the summer, then my post started to like be a little bit more detailed, focused, you know, a lot of more better content. I um, mean, then I noticed the growth in the followers, the connection with people, the engagement and stuff like that. So it's also about, you know, giving your Facebook or I mean, not your Facebook, but like your social media uh, uplift, you know, like a makeover every once in a while, you know, get a better camera. Have a friend do a photo shoot, you know. Even if like for me, you know, think about it like we're using content that we shot last year. You know what I mean? It's just, like just as relevant as it was last year as it is now. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so um, 
it, it's nothing wrong with using old content um, because we live regularly day-to-day lives we work jobs you know on top of you know doing the music and stuff like that so it's easy for us to kind of get caught up and not have enough content so the more content that you can like have raked up and like put it in a folder and just hold on to it and just be like you know what i got content to just throw out there and put out there it's better for you because you don't have to work so hard to like focus on it you just like just throw up the content when you need to interesting interesting um yeah but yeah alright so Brandon that's, Brandon that's a, that's a good point alright so let's switch up the topic um let's talk about oh so um this past weekend um we kinda killed it once again at oh Star yeah Bar. yeah yeah um you know we wanna say thank you to everyone that came out to Autumn Leaves um we wanna give special shout outs to all the artists um Shayna Medici Shannon Vanderlyn Gone to Heaven Classic Sunny, Man Sunny, Sunny Picasso, Picasso um, Boss Carrot, Carrot um, Scylla J and Scylla uh, you guys are awesome shout out to each and every one of you um, did you say to, Shannon Vanderlyn? yeah I did um, shout out to all the amazing talent that was there last night um, especially You're missing sh- Caleb no I said Classic Man Classic Man yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to um, our very own DJ DJ Smooth um, a shout out to DJ Su- Suwap and um, Imani J, who also spent some sets last night. Shout um, out to um, Starbar. Shout out to Starbar. Thank for giving us a space and allowing they us give to... us an outlet. Um, special shout out to our hosts, The Sauce and The Don. Shout out to JP. Um, yep, yep, yep. Yep. Uh, also, Sweet. shout out to the Roundtable team. Everybody killed it. Alexa, Allison, Jarvis. Um, Jared, like everybody, we all killed it last night. It was a great energy. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, Come out to the next one. Next one, um, November 11th. You know, make sure you tell your friends. Get your tickets early. Like, honestly, the expectation of people keeps getting bigger and bigger. I think we had, we had more people last night than we did at Summer Nights. I couldn't believe it. Honestly, I was like a little scared that... Not enough people were gonna come. No, me, me too. That was my thought process because I thought like, oh, the weather and like people and like. I thought like you know we didn't, maybe we didn't uh, uh promote it promote enough. It enough. No, I, you know what I realized that we hit it was that we're thinking about the the number of pre-sale tickets that we did for summer nights, and then the number of pre-sale tickets that we did for this show. We have more pre-sale tickets for this show than we did for Summer Nights. Mm. But at the before the door, so just thinking about that, that already that expectation of the. And the thing about Summer Nights is uh, is known as the anniversary show. Yeah. And then when they, I guess, when they noticed, and that's like roundtable artists mainly. Yeah. Like the show yesterday wasn't really roundtable round artists, artists at like all. A, uh, different people, different vibe, and, and so it, was, it isn't branded as a as an anniversary show. No, it's no. just a fall show. It's just a fall show. Um, um, and now you know it was kind of surreal thinking about it, but like you know we go up to the venue and you know we're on the the, the monitor poster. outside, yeah, you know, like of like their residency listings, and to see that like we're listed every second Saturday on outside of the venue. It was kind of crazy to see that um, and to see the progress that we've had in the past two years to go from barely being able to get an event and host a show somewhere to now have our name like be a part of a residency. At yeah, a, and now consistently have a show every and, month. And consistently have a show every month. Um, and soon we'll have one every week at different places. In different places. Um, and I feel like there's no limit to where we can go from here. And like eventually... 
we could you know do panels yeah maybe have discussions like slam poetry night yeah. somewhere like one imagine one day that we can have like our own venue you yeah know, like our, our own space that we can like all purpose all purpose um i would definitely love to do a, a panel uh, like a q a session very soon maybe like we can we can collaborate and work on an event you know like um, like a sit down with like different creatives from every industry mm-hmm. you know, somebody from the music industry somebody from the photography industry film radio um, PR marketing social media content management and like just have a sit down and talk and just like have everybody just like kind of just like talk about their day to day and what it means you know like mm-hmm. kind of like the, our purpose you know I think we literally just came up with this idea it's the mogul talk Q&A we're going to do this Let's pick a day, pull out a calendar right here, right now. You're not pulling out a calendar. Oh, uh, and then what? Before we're gonna shoot it, have it. I don't know. We're gonna work on this. This is this is I, this is how we work. Okay, this is how business people work. Business comes. This is ideas. All right. You can't do anything without an idea. Okay. Let's shoot for. Walt Disney had an idea. Steve Jobs had an idea. Shoot for it. January 20th. No, wait, so we're trying this is gonna be weekday or weekend? Probably weekday, right? I think a, a Friday would be like a Friday night would be kosher. All right, Friday. A Friday. Feb- January 12th. What, what, what are we looking at? All right. So. If we want to do early 2018. See, you know, we, we can't we can't even do January 12th because of the fact that, that we, we have the rest show of the that day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Second Saturday. So, you know what? Let's see something that's like so off rip. Maybe January 26th, all right? People, I want you to mark your calendars down right now. It's going to be the Mogul Talk Q&A session. We're going to have creatives um, from every industry. We're going to sit down and just have a talk, you know, just like and hear other young millennial creatives talk about what they're going through, you know, how they're building their businesses, how they're growing their brands, and how we can all collaboratively work together to just like build ourselves it's gonna up. be a networking event yeah networking event let's make it happen dope i love it wow tell your friends to okay. tell a friend to tell a hoe i've been real as fuck since the doc cut my umbilical uh wow was that a freestyle yeah sir wow that, that was amazing all right wow yeah, wow I can't <laughs> do that. that's true talent right there no fuck with me bro yeah man so uh what do you think about Eminem's freestyle? I know you hate Eminem. <laughs> I know he's... You, <laughs> in case y'all don't know, you know, Julian has polarizing views on Eminem. I don't have polarizing <laughs> views on Eminem. This is my thing. Me personally, I don't know. Okay, don't worry about that. Did you listen to the freestyle? Or what'd you think? I listened to the freestyle. And what'd you think? In context... I was expecting, when I go and listen to the BT Hip Hop Cypher, <laughs> okay, I finally feel, I feel like I'm fucking Joe Budden right now, just ripping on Eminem. You didn't like, say anything. No, but I'm about to. But, alright. The content that- Joe Budden wouldn't rip on Eminem, by He probably way. wouldn't. He would probably- He works, he signs to Shady him. Records. He's a, he adores Eminem. Yes. He's one of his favorite people in the world. That's like, he is his favorite people. Um, I, I think about it, it's like, yes, Eminem has an amazing talent. I'm pretty sure that Eminem can outrap me. No, I know for a fact that Eminem can outrap me any day of the week because he's Eminem. He's considered one of the greatest of all time. Me personally, I do not see why 
because <laughs> I have never maybe it's just his music has never definitely resonated with me and I've never found a connection and understanding it was just <coughs> excuse me <coughs> fuck that's uh, Eminem you know yeah that's Eminem choking me up pause <laughs> um, no honestly um it just never really resonated with definitely, me. Definitely, definitely. And I can definitely understand Um, that. But I listened to his freestyle. And, you know, when I listen to the BET Hip Hop Cypher, I kind of look for, um, I kind of, it's like an opportunity to just hear it's just raw bars. You know what definitely. I mean? It's nothing programmed, nothing. I mean, granted, the bars are pre-written, but it's not programmed where, like, it's a radio track. You know? It's a cypher. It's, it's a cypher, obviously. Um, I did not like his flow mm-hmm. in, the, in the cypher. Um, that kind of threw me for a loop because I was it a battle rap or was it a poem? Mm-hmm. I kind of didn't feel like it was like a sixteen rhymes. You know what I mean? Right, and I'm a right. type of person where like I'm no I'm structure. A, yeah, it was no structure to it, so I wasn't feeling that off of the rip. I like, you know, I think about a rapper is kind of like he's a percussion instrument, you know, the thing in the sense or a rhythm instrument. A rapper, if you listen to the rhythmic patterns of, like, a rhyme, and I would equate it to, like, a snare solo. So if you listen mm-hmm. to the fact that, like, uh, people go wild over the fact that the Migos use triplets in their, the triplet flow. Right. It's like a... Right, right, right. And it's all you think of that, if you were listening to it in context of, like, a snare solo, it would just be like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Just adding words to it, you know. What and I that's mean? a beat. That's 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 the beat, you know. The keeping whole time. So for me, like, I hated that about his his rhyme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, he was saying fire things, you know what I mean. His attack on Donald Trump, you know, just like about society and what it means to be in America right now. I thought that was good, but it was just like. Okay. Also, I'm just like over the Eminem hype. Like, if a black <laughs> guy did that, we, we would all be looking at him like. Well, see, the like, thing hey. is, in this world, you need the white man to stand up. And do we need the white man to stand up? In all honesty, yeah, because um, you need white allies to join us to combat the hatred that exists. Because it's more polarizing when a white man says it mm-hmm. that it actually exists. You know, if Tom Brady said that. Think about how the, how much he would never say it. I know he would, but I'm saying if he did, the world would explode. You know, they'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, but you need because of course, if black people or us people of color are gonna say we're getting oppressed, the white people won't care mm-hmm. because we're they're the oppressor. We're the ones being oppressed. That's why you need white like you, they got to use the white privilege mm-hmm. to combat the racism. So that's what's good about it, you know. But I agree. Like his flow was. I, I've always like recently like Eminem's flow's been pissing me off. Mm-hmm. If you if you ever go back, he has a song called Campaign Speech. The flow's mad awful. I'm mad mm-hmm. annoying. He has um, a verse on Big Sean's album on No Favors. I mean, it's good. Like he's rapping. I could I like I get it. You could rap, but the flow is not there. Like mm-hmm. I don't. He has his new flow. That's mad annoying. You know, in the BT cipher though, the beginning is where it was annoying. I thought he picked it up and like did better in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but one other thing that I like the most. Well, okay, two things. The thing I like the most is that he uh, put the made the line to because in, in one of his bars is if you're a fan of mine, um, I'm drawing a sand in the line. Uh, it's like you're either for or against. So like 
if you're not, if you fuck with Trump, don't be, I don't want you to be my fan. Like, fuck mm-hmm. you. Um, cause, and then he like stands with Colin Kaepernick, you know, stands with Obama. So it just looks good in terms of it actually us combating Trump because Trump is a piece of shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely, if, like, if you listen to another cypher by my son, um, who's a dope ass rapper, mm-hmm. he's spitting some conscious shit too, like, and it's nice, like, the flow is fucking amazing. Um, and like he's on the beat and he's spitting some conscious shit about how we gotta help each other to like grow up and like make business moves and shit like that but like it didn't get the attention no. also my son is not doesn't have isn't as big as Eminem Eminem is internationally known mm-hmm. internationally I'm not internationally known but I'm known <laughs> to rock the microphone now you know what I, I've been thinking about too is like yes <laughs> Donald Trump is our president. Um, no, no shit, Sherlock, forty-five. But do you think that people are people genuinely out here? All the artists that are making statements against Trump, doing it consciously, or are they doing it for the clout? For the clout. That's because a great I feel point. Like, I feel like, like, um, I was looking at. Uh, I think I was looking at a blog this week and they were talking about how some artists drop like a new conscious song you know what I mean mm-hmm. and then you know for me seeing that I'm like alright who is this person alright what is so conscious about this song and it's feeling like before conscious rap or conscious music was more so about like you know educating not just against politics but and not just against like you know um, the oppressions that are against us but about you know educating people about what we need to do to better ourselves and not just as black people but as people in general um when you think about it it's like everyone right now is trying to be conscious everybody's on their conscious tip. well we kendrick well nothing wrong with it well kendrick is always like, he's always been woke. j cole whoa oh wrong, wrong with it yeah, you know yeah. what i mean but then now you got rappers like i mean j- joey badass has always been woke he's he's been woke since he started rapping definitely at a young age but you got like newer younger rappers that try to like be in like I think 21 Savage had, like, a woke song, trying to be woke, like, more recently. Like, and you don't want to hear that from him. You don't. And it's like, I feel like people are just trying to ride the wave and just being like, oh, yeah, you know, 21 Savage got the new song. Okay, he's being woke. Like, And it's like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's our job as artists to try to reach the masses and encourage them and try to, like, Because you have that, that platform. Because you have that platform. But it's like, I feel like nowadays people are not using their platform properly uh, they're not using their platform effectively and they're just using it as a way to build themselves up like you know it's like hey I, I want to fight injustice too follow me because I fight injustice you know what I mean right right and right it's like, and it's like it's so far beyond Trump it's just it's, it's the system that's in place that's like we're fighting against well yeah I mean right now like we're the most divided that we've ever been yeah um, and like that's something Trump has done he makes it he he divided us truly like and that's what you don't want and it's crazy because most celebrities before definitely fucked with trump Mm -hmm. trump was a big celebrity it's still Mm -hmm. a big celebrity technically um celebrity in chief but everybody fucked with trump sort of like nobody really talks shit about him Mm -hmm. like now like everybody shits on him recently president of hustler magazine put out 10 million dollar reward for information towards impeaching him like uh, so like 
I guess really like people's true colors are shown now that they don't fuck with him mm-hmm. because he's so divisive. He, you know, he's pretty much uh, divided the media. No one believes media now anymore. Mm-hmm. Some people. Do. I mean, Some people should have never. Don't get me wrong. Like the media has a power that is kind of ridiculous. Um, they have Definitely. the power to shift the narrative, and they have the power to convey it to people at such a strong and powerful um, powerful rate. Um, and when you think about it, like the media has never treated this whole idea of like being woke and like the struggle properly. You know what I mean? Right. It's always like we're enemy number one. The media portrays that. They try to show that. They never try to see the good and show the good that's happening. You know what I mean? Definitely, um, definitely. And like, I don't get me wrong. Like, effectively, I've never been like a big fan of the media. But this Trump being president has made me like really be like the, his, his facts. Him saying like, "Oh, don't believe the media," type of thing has kind of made me not believe the media. Me either. Like, look how quickly it can change. You know what I mean? And, like time they're making up stories just so they can get numbers you know i think making up media should be a crime it should much like i'm trying to think like a doctor a doctor when they do something wrong they have you know uh malpractice malpractice insurance or like but they have to they're liable for that you know but they do they technically do well it's not just like for the media but if you think about it it would be a defamation of character you know, like definitely, definitely. Something like a false and that happens. Like with um, this whole Nelly situation, you know. Like right. Technically, the girl says that she doesn't want to go through the whole thing, but like there's no confirmed reports, there's no evidence and stuff like that. And now Nelly, no, nobody has seen a confirmed information, you know. Right. From one like multiple powerful sources, you only heard it from like one or two sources, and now like what what is that was last week's news. Right. So like now. He's probably like getting the grunt of it, all of this, and people saying like, "Oh, I don't want to work with him. I don't want to deal with him because of the fact that it's like, this is the allegation that was held." No, I think him. I think Natalie might be getting a lot of support though. Yeah, no, which because um, nobody know. really believes that the girl did. Yeah. So like, luckily, because and that's the that's the image that Nelly has portrayed, mm-hmm. being a respectful guy and like not being too crazy, even though he had booty juice. I mean, even and, though he made the song "Hot in Here." One of the most controversial songs and of the like, past 20 years. And then he has that other song where he swipes the, the devil card in the girl's ass cheeks. I forgot what song is that, dude. But he's, that was, that's, like, that's like a polarizing video also because he did that. Uh-huh. It was like a big deal during the time. Like, what the fuck? Because um, he just swipes the credit card in the girl's ass cheeks. Damn. But yeah, man. Duh. Trump is just whatever. I don't know. That's why like, I don't believe anyone. That's why I don't like read news that much. It's just hard to know what you believe. That's why you got to live your truth mm-hmm. and live day to day and just focus on what's around you because none of that, nothing else really matters. That is the hardest shit that I've probably heard to come out of your mouth. Live your truth, live your everyday. You always got to live your truth, man. You know, like, if I ever have a girl, like, oh, he got a little ass dick, I'm going to be like, even though I don't, but I'll be like, yeah, I do. And, like, no one can use that against you. Yeah, I do. Or, like, you know, I have videos, like, of me in a drag show in college mm-hmm. where I, like, take my clothes off. One day, that's going to appear. People are going to be like, oh, I found this video of Kevin doing it. Probably be like, oh, that's mad gay. But I'll be like, yeah, that's me. So what? 
and not care, then you, you, people can't use that against you. Mm-hmm. But if you, the moment you care, show uh, that this bothers you, mm-hmm. that's how they won and have that power over you. So, but if you live your truth to who you truly are, mm-hmm. nothing, can, nobody can I use mean, that against I don't, you. I don't think that you're any different because you dressed in drag. I mean, it was just something you... Right, fun, you know? but that's because you know me. Yeah. I'm saying like, if we ever like make it, yeah. But I mean, people like, are always gonna you. They're they're always gonna try to find something on you to kind of to kind of destroy your image, no matter who you are. Exactly. You know, always somebody's always gonna they make their their life's mission to find dirt on you to kind of destroy you. You know. Um, but that's very true that you said. You know, you gotta live your trip, be who you are. You know. Um, don't let anybody tell you different. And you gotta like, like I say this before, you gotta be. There's two sides, bro. Truth and lies, God and Satan, and uh, good and evil. No, for real. Which side do you want to be on? And you have to think about it too. It's like we're, even though we're all here on this earth, our sole responsibility is like to take care of ourselves, to make it a better place, and try to you know, you know, live day to day by day, um, and try to just keep our heads above water. Um, but we don't answer to anybody else, you know? You don't answer to another human being. You answer to whatever higher being that you believe in, whether it's God, Allah, um, and the list goes on. So it's like, don't live for other people. Live for yourself. Be who you are. Um, I think we can kind of wrap it up here. This is a good... Definitely. And um, on that note... On this note, we just want to tell you guys, just be who you are. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for following us and following the podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. Yeah, um, yeah, man, we really do. Uh, God is good. We, we got this residency. We're gonna making baby steps to be great. Soon we'll be able to do anything and help people, put people on. Because we're about the culture and we're here we're, to advance. We the culture. are the culture, bro. That's what I think. Yeah, we are the culture. We're here for a reason. We're here um, for a purpose. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. Show eleven eleven. Um, stay Watch, tuned stay for, tuned for the recap video yes. for this week. It's going to be dope. Please share that. And yeah, this is the Sauce Church, Kevin. And this is your boy, King Jules. And you're listening to Mogul Talk. Presented by Table Talk Radio. Peace.